we still haven't realized that this is here to stay yeah a lot of people haven't realized that and i think the day we start realizing you know what this is here to stay i cannot afford to be lazy i need to set up my stay workstation at home mm-hmm. get up at 8 a.m every morning and this is the new normal everybody asad hashmali back again with episode number 5 of in the times why in the times because these times are new unprecedented and frankly have left all of us completely boggled even though it may feel like the entire world has come to a standstill there is so much to talk about in these times and much more to learn from in a nutshell it's serious tiny way to start a small conversation about big things ahead And this week we've got a special guest the vice principal of Cedar College Dr Mustafa Arif to talk to you about the med profession the medical profession applying to those medical colleges and also some fun facts about what the world holds for the field overall many of you know that in these times we are caught in a pandemic and in that pandemic many wise citizens of the world have decided to uh, share their resources and also come up with new and innovative ways to cater to the virus itself to cater to those who are affected by the virus not just for those who are sick but also those whose lives are being affected on a financial basis for those who are basically starving and who have no livelihood to their names especially when everything is shut and on a lockdown so I think that the reason why I'm starting off with this part of the conversation why I'm starting the conversation in this way is basically to remind everyone who's listening is that um the virus seems to be getting a little worse over time in Pakistan uh the lockdown isn't being catered to as far as uh, to, as far well as we would like it to but at the end of the day Pakistan has its own challenges as well which I'm not one to comment on and I would not also like to get into that but what I can say is that this time has gotten me personally to think about how I can help those around me how I can help the people who not just work with me but also those who are in my house for those who are in my network uh, for those who I see and who have played a huge role for all those at Cedar that could not just be your friends or your teachers but that are that could also be people like Bashir bhai or Aslam bhai or Tulsi bhai for that matter people who played a huge role in our lives and the way we've done things um i guess that what i'm trying to say is let's take a moment to remind ourselves about how we can do good in these times how we can be there for one another and how we can make sure that we come out of this faster stronger more united and a lot more grounded as well i would say grounded in the sense that aware of what's going on and aware of our surroundings and aware of all those who are in a less fortunate position than us and remember and remind ourselves actually how can we make sure that we work with some more equality and work from our hearts to make sure that everyone is taken care of and to make sure that we as a society prosper as a whole and not just ourselves and with that little rant over let's call in our guest for today dr mustafa arif dr mustafa hey, arif sir. how are you i'm good asad how are you very well how was eid for you eid mubarak by the way eid was eid, eid mubarak asad eid was different this year it was i think yeah. uh, the first of our eid which was uh, under quarantine but yeah it was different um, lots of zoom calls lots of whatsapp calls facetime calls 
Uh-huh. But I think yeah, and I think yeah. we connected with our distant family much more this year because there was Zoom, so everyone was calling each other just to find out how they were doing. Really, like you guys were zooming each other? Yeah, wow. Zoom, FaceTime, WhatsApp. I'm happy my family still hasn't picked up on Zoom, so they they for them <laughs> they also haven't discovered the video chat on WhatsApp. So I'm mm-hmm. keeping them afar from that, you know. <laughs> Actually, my uh, the deal is with my family. Most of them are in the education profession, so all okay. of them are teaching online. So, uh, so okay, yesterday so... they were teaching me. The aunties of my family were teaching me. You know how is Microsoft Team and how do we do this and how. No <laughs> way. It's like interesting. Yeah. So Teams yeah. is pretty good for education, though. Like I was going through it, and uh, their their drive, their OneDrive looks more like an LMS. Like you could, I could see how I, schools might want to move on to that. I haven't, um, I didn't, because I've been using Zoom throughout. Yeah. So, which is super convenient for me. Yeah. But uh, yesterday I heard, you know, Teams is doing really well. So I was like, well, I'll check it out. Oh, great, great. So for all those listening, we have Dr. Mustafa Arif, the vice principal of Cedar College. As always, I like to give some context to the guests. Mustafa and myself go way back. Back when I was in shorts in school, he was wearing full pants. He was my senior at Bayview. Um, <laughs> and for, so by the way, Mustafa, I went over our episode of Listen Up before this, uh, just to, just to go over some old content. And um, how many of them? I said, how many of them? Uh, the most recent, the, yeah. And no, <laughs> why not? But I and, and this a similar joke was cracked in that episode as well, where I, I mentioned that you were I my know, senior. Do really <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I for, said, I said, not that, uh, not that old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So no, Mustafa has been there at Cedar college for quite a while. Um, he was, uh, in the college counseling department and he's still leading that along with majority of the school with Miss Aisha and Mr. Ali Kazi and, uh, yeah, solid, solid guy. Great advice comes from Mustafa at all times. And yes, as I said, he is a doctor. He's not a PhD doctor. He can actually prescribe medicines. Um, so, so those because are some of, very kind words. Thank you very much. Yeah, I decided to keep this one a little kosher. You know, we were in, we, it was <laughs> some, some dark times. Let's not say something that's a little too crass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, uh, so Mustafa, basically, I wanted to speak to you about um, mm-hmm. challenges that A level kids are going through right now in their college apps. And that, too, in particular, uh, to those students who are going abroad. How do you feel that the university, uh, what are some challenges now that these students are facing and actually making it to their fall semester? So Asad, I'll tell you the biggest problem right now uh, with everyone, including us, is the unpredictability of the situation. Um, there are days where you hear, you know what, uh, the vaccine will be out and this will be over. And then there are days where you hear, you know what, it's increasing at a very alarming rate worldwide and you everything's going to be shut again. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of unpredictability. And as adults, you know, when I'm in my 30s, and I'm sure a lot of people in my age group, um, we are finding it very difficult to adjust to this on a daily basis. So I can just not even imagine how a student who's, who had his offers three months ago is now thinking, you know what, what am I doing? Um, they are in a, in a very complex state of mind right now, all these students, and I feel really, really bad for them. Mm-hmm. Um, the O-level kids, they don't know whether they should start A-levels. They don't know whether they have to take a gap year. They don't know where um, what's going to happen in the next six months. Um, so they're in a very, very, very 
complex, very sad state of affairs right now. Um, and as educators, as uh, their mentors, as like guides, we it's our responsibility to you know make sure we're there for them. Mm-hmm. As far as universities are concerned, um, I'll tell you the biggest uh, the biggest problem with that is most universities where students go to have well above ten thousand students, mm-hmm. and they can't risk students being on their campus. So. Right. We heard last week, I, I believe, I'm sure you must have read this, it was all over Facebook, that Cambridge decided to go online for the whole year. Yeah. I have a feeling there will be a lot more universities that will follow. And there will be a lot more places that will actually be online for times to come. I uh, That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, with Pakistan, things are a little different, I believe. Uh, I know leading universities like IBA, LUMS, Tabib are considered online options. Um, but the world over, I feel there will be a huge shift to online virtual classrooms, virtual learning, uh, which has its pros and cons. It's, that's another story. But I genuinely feel uh, students starting university in fall will probably, probably, there's a very high probability that they will all be online. Mm-hmm. I, so, I I see the same, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a forecast which I've been making myself. I'm somewhat betting on that also in terms of like just mm-hmm. what Backspace does, right? Um, and how that's an opportunity for us. Like if I'm being a little capitalistic right now, forgive me, but like I see that as an opportunity for us mm-hmm. to even step in and add that service um, and tap into a whole new industry sure. altogether. But, but, as a university, this is a, this is a scenario which I'm playing out for you. Cambridge is going online. Cambridge is a heavily mm. endowed school. Correct mm. me if I'm wrong. Um, yes, true. NYU, for example, is also a heavily endowed school and also takes like $50,000 a year from intuition. Mm. A local mm. Pakistani school, right? Like Lums, for example, takes $6,000 a year, right? Intuition. Mm. Do you think mm-hmm. that, that students and parents are going to be willing to pay that fee and still resort to online education as compared to moving out and going to a mediocre school and paying that same fee, which is obviously a fraction of the cost, and continue online? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, with universities, it's different. Uh, it, we have very different markets right now. Uh, the A-level market is a very different market. The university market is a very different market. And the primary or the secondary school market is very different. If mm-hmm. if I place myself as a parent of a primary or a secondary school, um, give it a year, probably we're hoping, expecting by the end of the year, things will go better and we'll go back to school. So as a parent of a primary or secondary school, I'm thinking long-term. I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, this is not for a year or two. This is for maybe another six, seven years. So might as well go ahead with it, mm-hmm. right? Same thing for university. If a child is uh, enrolling at university right now, he knows, she knows for a fact that, you know what, maybe this year will be online, but starting next year, I will probably go and attend to university and I will come out with a degree from that university. Mm-hmm. Uh, with A-levels, uh, yes, that could be a factor. A-levels is just parents would be like, you know what, um, maybe not, uh, maybe not pay because it's though it's only for a year and child will not go to school so yes 
but uh, i'll tell you uh, asad parents don't realize the importance of a, a schedule the importance of because when we are offering online services when we are telling kids you know attend online classes there's a whole mechanism that goes on behind it it's just not you know what the teacher will get up and start teaching it's there are people who are monitoring the classes there are people who are monitoring attendances there are people who are getting in touch with the children uh, seeing if they're or doing okay um mentally you know corona has had a really really huge impact on their mental health so you know we have people there who are reaching out who are there for your support and you know that's all you need right now uh, a child is a child who is used to stepping outside and who is used to being outside almost 14 16 hours a day is now staying inside it has a huge psychological impact mm-hmm. um and school is something that that can be their outlet yeah. and parents need to realize that now you know that is the only thing that will bring some sort of schedule to their lives uh, yeah. there are so many kids i i've heard throughout uh, ramzan and post ramzan getting up at 5 pm getting up at 6 pm staying uh, up all night that is not healthy not for the immune system not for the mental well being not for the physical well being mm-hmm. um and school you know if you have a goal you know what i have a class at 10 am and there's someone who's looking at me and thinking you know what why am i not attending class a child will make an effort to maybe sleep at not at 6 am but at least at like 1 am and get up at 9 and be in their class at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. so it's extremely extremely important for kids to be enrolled in a system where there is some sort of schedule to them some sort of structure to their lives extremely important but again is it i'm just being the devil's advocate but do you think that schedule can still come from an online experience yes why not yeah okay. completely 100% 100% um as i told you you know uh, if for example cedar started classes today the day yeah. today we're recording monday and uh, this whole week we'll see who's not attending by thursday they'll start getting calls you know what why aren't you attending your class mm-hmm. and that way next week we'll have a better attendance Mm-hmm. So 100% that is one step to getting a schedule correct for them. Mm-hmm. Um it's not as if kids can go outside and have like regular coaching classes for cricket or basketball or whatever. Um mm-hmm. this is the only thing that can actually give them some sort of a schedule in their lives. Uh so I've been talking to parents um recently a lot of them call me message me and a lot of them are really happy with this because they say you know what it's given them something to look forward to. the kids and the parents mm-hmm. uh we had these core classes during ramadan and uh, we had such such good reviews about them because the kids were actually learning new things so yes uh, i feel at this point in time it's extremely important for us to normalize online learning mm-hmm. and start pretending for a bit at least that this is the way things are and this is the way we can fix ourselves honestly and if you pretend well enough it might just feel normal so there's that yeah 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 agree yeah so i want to use agree. this as a segue actually into um your field of expertise um mm-hmm. med school what's the update like for med schools in pakistan are they so, are they saying business as, as usual 
वेल विद मेड स्कूल एज ऑफ नाउ वी डोंट नो ठीक है द बेस्ट पार्ट ऑफ द वर्स्ट पार्ट ऑफ मेड स्कूल इन पाकिस्तान इज दैटली लेट इन दर ठीक है they start the admission start in october and the intake starts in november december mm-hmm. last year it went all the way until march mm-hmm. so i think for now none of the schools have said anything except for maybe aku which who said that you know what our test is going to be in september all theory you could very well do it online so aku is in september aku test, test is in september, september. set test is in september uh but uh, apart from that the rest haven't really announced anything okay fair so hmm. mustafa in when kids now go to med schools also like so i remember mm-hmm. that back in my day there were many mm-hmm. um there were many students who were set on going to some form of med school uh but then mm-hmm. ended up going to university to study something like accounting and finance or business management or something so like you know they're on that track mm-hmm. and then they choose to skip over and go in a different direction altogether um mm-hmm. but then there are also students who are who decide to go ahead with med school and they you mm-hmm. know end up becoming very successful doctors but what do you feel um is uh how do you feel that these students can prepare themselves better for the broader world like how do you feel that they can maybe diversify their skill set a bit now the reason i ask this is because okay. in in today's time like for, i don't know if you heard about that covid app that covid tracing app um, <laughs> right and uh, then the sehat kahani right this doctor online mm-hmm. there's these different mm-hmm. even medicine medicines well in the west has taken a big shift anyways to as a, a technology but in pakistan it's rising how do you feel like yes. kids can maybe diversify their skill set their portfolio their resumes a little bit so asad uh, i'll tell you uh, the uh, when this hit covid hit the world altogether right uh, it hit as much uh, in pakistan as much in the us maybe worse in the us so what has started to happen is people have realized that you know kids sitting at home or even adults sitting at home can do something and start learning mm-hmm. and there are so many things out that students or adults can do from home uh, for mm-hmm. example myself i have started learning a new language at home and everything now most of the these online learning portals they've uh, completely waived off any charges uh-huh. uh you can sit online and you can start learning and you don't have to pay anything it's just you need a drive you need to sit and you need to realize you know what maybe 2 years down the line i will have to do something differently in the career i want and mm-hmm. might as well i start learning um mm-hmm. so there are so many courses now online where kids can learn how to uh do online consulting they can learn how to set up for example uh there are people online teaching how to use zoom to the best of your abilities right and yeah. how to properly use all the features for zoom so mm-hmm. you can actually i think i think another um i was reading a joke today where uh, there was a report card from a kindergarten student mm-hmm. and uh, the skill learned was the child knows how to mute and unmute themselves when the teacher asks no way right so that's just a basic skill you know uh, if you it was sent to me as a joke but if you actually think about it a kindergarten student of maybe like a 3 or a 4 year old is following instructions when the teacher is telling them that is something they've learned so you know yeah. 
um, that's a new skill that they've developed. And as you grow older, you can, there's so many things you can do. I feel uh, kids anywhere, uh, be it for medicine, be it for accounting, be it for finance, be it for engineering, should definitely learn uh, a few, should definitely take up a few computer science courses. Mm-hmm. See the see learn computer languaging, learn different types of online softwares, because who knows another three years we may still be doing stuff online. So yep. might as well learn everything that there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, use online portals. There's so many learning um, platforms now. So many of them. Mm-hmm. I don't I f- know if I, should I feel that them the change. Not, but I'm sure everyone knows about them. No, no, you can name them. So like we're sponsored by them. So if someone yeah. would like to sponsor us, then yeah, great. <laughs> okay, but okay. So uh, the, my favorite one uh, that I use uh, very very regularly is Khan Academy, and it's a complete academic one. I know, uh-huh. but uh, but it's so really it's well like, put. It's really well designed. Exactly. The learning exactly. experience is great on it. Yeah. Bilkul. Uh, uh, but uh, there is this Harvard has a learning platform that's just really good. Coursera, everyone knows, yeah. it's really really good. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's so many of them. Uh, Udemy is there. Mm-hmm. But if the, it's it's a literally you just have to type. You have yeah. to search on Google and type online yeah. learning platforms for free, and there will be so many of them, and you can pick yeah. up in those courses and put yeah. go. Yeah, and I think that what we need to realize is that I'm actually gonna like you know what you said that what if this is actually here to stay the digital transformation. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the adoption of going digital but that's i think that that's like it's it was there it's just escalated mm-hmm. it's accelerated mm-hmm. and um yeah stu- students i think need to uh students should actually be more open to that idea as compared to the adults also you know the adults will always be averse to the, the uh, this change that, agree, that, agree. but I, I think exactly and i said that that comes with age right but obviously yeah. an adult is it's yeah. different for them to adapt but i think Abhidak, with our population in Pakistan, we still haven't realized that this is here to stay. Yeah. A lot of people haven't realized that. And I think the day we start realizing, you know what, this is here to stay. I cannot afford to be lazy. I need to set up my workstation at home, mm-hmm. get up at 8 a.m. every morning, and this is the new normal. And you know what? Actually, Mustafa, someone I know said this. Um, that said that the common man already knows about the technology which exists, right? Um, mm. We uh, we are the ones who are actually a little behind or averse to using them. And his example was something as small as um, Easy Pesa. He's like the common man mm. is already sending money to his loved ones in his yeah. village via Easy Pesa, getting them. Online is actually going to be far easier than getting someone like you or myself to accept the fact that we got to stay home and stay put, and you know use this tech to to get the best bang out of our work, you know. And this, of course, is a varying, uh, varying, you know, extents, but uh, degrees across the board. But I think it's something that we need to accept now. Agree, completely agree, and accept, face, and learn. Uh-huh. And think of it as a new challenge. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, Mustafa, this actually gets me to ask you: Is that what are some uh, challenges that the that you that you foresee in the medical uh, field that students could mentally prepare themselves for? This could also be for those students who are in med school right now and not just thinking of joining. 
so I, I'll tell you something very interesting today. Uh, I what I've been doing is I have been getting my physiotherapy for a mm-hmm. while now, and my physiotherapist. So I was I was hiring someone who was uh, not from the usual place I go to, mm-hmm. and this was not a government setup or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. It was one of those high-end setups, and the, they have everything available. So they would just give me a call and tell me how to go about and how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Today, I got a message from uh, this person I used to go to at a government setup, and he said that you know, uh, the setup is now equipped to do teletherapy and do physiotherapy online. It's free for everyone. Okay, you could just sign up for a session and. They would call you via Zoom or WhatsApp. They they give you all options. It's like WhatsApp, your choose your medium of preference. Yeah, exactly. Aapka jo aap just be comfortable ho. Uh, they will call you and they will have a complete session online. Now this is a government setup. I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. And they said they're gonna do a complete session for free online. And I was like, great. And I was like, where I've been paying so much money to a private setup. Yeah. So, and this is this is a physiotherapy setup, which is one of the least uh, of concerns of any uh, mainly any hospital right now who is dealing with the situation yeah at this point in time doctors need to be ready uh, kids going into medicine need to be ready that they may have a very different life in med school uh-huh. uh, they may uh, not even start med school as regular students they may just start online and in another year or so mm-hmm. But with them, the protocols or what we use in cases, uh, you know, uh, for very, very uh, sick patients now will be an everyday thing. So medicine yep. will hugely change in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be so, med- everything. I said, uh, what do you think? You know, uh, I know people who want to pick up flights toward as a career yeah. do you really think it's going to be that easy do you really think it's going to be the same glamorous life that was there until this hit no. so students in all fields need to be ready and need to now make you know be very sure of what they're doing a mm-hmm. b need to understand that you know the demands of each profession will change um initially professions like being a chef uh you would have a whole team with you and you would, you know, work in a restaurant. Now things are going to be more smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, deliveries and takeaways are going to be your thing now, for at least for the time being. I don't think restaurants are opening anytime soon. Everything has changed. Every, yeah. Everything has changed. Um, you know, you, you will, there will be a huge shift, huge shift in the skills needed. Uh, every student now who's Telemedicine may get, when I was doing medicine, we weren't supposed to be very extensively literate on the computer. But now any child who is going to study medicine needs to know, make sure that they have a laptop, needs to make sure they can run that laptop, needs to make sure that they have a good Wi-Fi connection. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they can't even start med school. And that will be true for every person starting any degree. Mm-hmm. So our, our students also need to buck up. They need to... And I think we are the schools which will teach them this to them. Uh, we are training yeah. them to learn all of this. Exactly. Yeah, we're yeah. training them to, uh, from this day, you know, be ready for the challenge that they're going to face in another few years to come. Hopefully, mm-hmm. everything should go back to normal soon. 
but if it doesn't then they need to buck up for this yeah living yeah. with covid i would say yeah and i think just like as to give a practical example of what you just said i think like i'm going to toot my own horn over here and say is i well i studied economics and finance in uni and was set up to for a job in consultancy or investment banking i ended up continuing with my job at cedar which i was basically doing part time while studying and then mm-hmm. got into communication and digital media did a dabble in teaching and now i have an entire company set up on that which is reversed from what i had studied formally and that happened because of all the experiences along that way that allowed me to diversify myself a little bit and think about okay well maybe investment banking or doing a cfa or getting into consultancy is not my cup of tea at this point in time i'm not saying that i've shut it out completely but i'm saying is that well i was i i i think i set myself up to be agile enough for that and what you're saying is exactly that i think that students all of you need to keep in mind uh and this is what your doctor mustafa is saying your vice principal is saying to you that you need to be you need to be agile and you need to be nimble throughout your academic journey and make sure that you keep 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 yeah. learning back in the day and i i can i mustafa i say this on behalf of you also we didn't get an interdisciplinary experience in a levels or in university and now universities are taking that approach more and more seriously um just because it ends up making you more well rounded you know agree yeah i'm telling you na just say, for example when i started university i may uh, and med- medicine uh, i'll talk about medicine uh, when i started my degree the first thing that they did was uh, in the first week they taught us uh, how to behave and how to improve on our communication skills and you know basic uh, five six courses and i think next year they're going to be like how to use zoom yeah and we'll be online yoga So, we'll pehla kuch tutorial kijenge and then screw on like kijenge. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they start teaching like if they, if they talk kids how to use like, you know, how to how to code and how to leverage yeah. technology better in this whole process. Yeah, and what's actually what in what, how how to make your medtech platform. Yeah, that'd be cool if they thought that's the Adina Khan like uh, there's a gap, Or there's an opportunity. It. Yeah, kar rahe hain. Abhi bhi bachche kar rahe hain, bade kar rahe hain like people are actually utilizing and doing it. And yeah. It's great. Yeah. So I think this is this is actually a very good note to end on Mustafa I think that what the biggest take home from this conversation I feel is that uh, accept the change and be agile during this change. Bilkul agree completely yeah. can't yeah. agree more and just just let's stop pretending that this will go away in the month. Let's yeah. start pretending you're going to stay and let's start working to it. 100% 100% Mustafa thank you very much for your time. Uh This is a great conversation overall just like the old times. So everybody there there you have it Dr. Mustafa Arif the vice principal of Cedar College. This episode was brought to you by Backspace. Uh my name is Asad Hashmali. See you guys in the next episode of In the Times with Cedar College. Till the next one. Bye bye.